We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. move over to the defense mr roberts and it's gonna follow a similar early path controlling the line of scrimmage is going to be key but more specifically i want to zero this in on something for point number one i want to be more narrow with this one they need to dominate the run game now you may ask oh hold on a second nc state's not a really good rushing football team so why should your number one key being shutting down the run it's the same exact point i made against against usc last year It's the same exact point I made against North Carolina last year. What were the two differences? Notre Dame last year played arguably three of the four best quarterbacks in college football. I think that's arguable. I would say it's arguable because I would say you need to have Hendon Hooker in that conversation. So let's just say this. Three of the best five quarterbacks in college football last year, Notre Dame played them. Two of them play in a very similar offense. That's somewhat similar to what Robert and I does when his offense is rolling, right? Spread the field efficiently, get the ball out, and all that kind of stuff. Why did Notre Dame have success against NC or against North Carolina defensively, but they didn't have success against USC? I don't think there's a giant gap at quarterback. They're both mobile. They're both runners. Actually, Drake May was a more productive runner last year. They both had very good weapons on the perimeter. Neither had great offensive line. The difference is Notre Dame shut down North Carolina's ground attack. They did not shut down USC's ground attack. That was the big key because when a team isn't a great rushing team, it's even more reason to dominate that part of the game because now the quarterback doesn't have that. But you can't, it's hard to be an efficient offense when you're facing this secondary if you can't, can't establish the ground game. So if Notre Dame is able to dominate the line of scrimmage, don't let NC State run the football, make them be like around two and a half yards per carry, put everything on Brennan Armstrong's shoulders, that's going to be a key because the, the dominating the run does what, Ryan? It's going to help put more pressure on Armstrong, as I said. It puts them behind the sticks. This is not an offense that has the playmakers to consistently make those plays in backed-up situations. This is not a team that that's going to generate a bunch of big plays unless Notre Dame makes mistakes. Right? It's going to take Notre Dame making errors for NC State to make a bunch of big plays. So what you can't do is is what you can't do is just let them kind of four yards, five yards, you know, just running the ball and just kind of getting those chunk plays. And now 
you know, Brandon Armstrong's got the read zone game to his disposal on second and third down. They've got the quick game at their disposal on second and third down. They've got the quarterback movement plays second and third down because they're in second and six, third and three, those type of things. You dominate the run down, run down put them in second and nine, put them in third and eight. That's where you can really get off the field early and often against this team. So it may seem antithetical because of what the strength is of this football team for NC State because it's not running the football. It wasn't running the football last year. They averaged 113.8 yards per game last year running the football. They only averaged 126.2 the year before. And when you look at Syracuse last year with Robert and I, they didn't run the football very effectively either. So this is not going to be a strength this football team or should not in week two. So that just puts Notre Dame dominate this part of the game and make them one handed. Yeah. That to me is the number one key for this game, right? And NC State won't be good enough to win this game if they're one dimensional. I just don't think they will be. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Football season is upon us which means my schedule is ramping up even more than normal. And it makes it a lot harder to spend as much time cooking and preparing meals as I want and need. And eating healthy can be especially challenging. That's why I'm looking forward to getting ramped up with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, which can help me fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to my door. With Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and save a lot of time on food prep. But you don't have to miss out on the flavor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to go in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. And then we can get back to work. And you can choose from over 34 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals. You can level up and get Gourmet Plus options and treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. There are also lunch-to-go options and Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like the delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and more. You can also try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, Flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. And they have a great deal for Irish Breakdown listeners. Head to factor.com slash irish50 and use code irish50 to get 50% off. That's code irish50 at factormeals.com forward slash irish50 to get 50% off. Try it and enjoy. 
I've I've always I've talked about this several times, but any defensive coordinator wants to make an offense one dimensional because it makes a lot easier to make a team predictable, right? Like the unpredictable nature of an offense is what makes people dangerous. Predictable makes people boring. It makes them understood. It makes it very easy to scheme against. And I really think that for me, I think Brendan Armstrong is a good quarterback. I do. I think he's a good college quarterback. But I also think anytime you are going to put everything on the shoulders of one player, it's a dangerous game to play. It's not as dangerous when you have Drake May, when you have Caleb Williams, but we even saw last year with Drake May, they were able to do that. And Notre Dame came out and won that football game, right? Convincingly. Yeah. yeah. But Brendan Armstrong, all due respect to him, he's not Drake May. He's not Caleb Williams. He's not that caliber of player. So yes, I'm going to put it, I'm going to force him to beat me in this football game. I'm going to force him. I am not going to make things easy for him because Brennan Armstrong, when he was good at Virginia a couple a few years ago with Robert and I a couple years ago now, it was built off of let's have an RPO element to the game and have my running ability a part of the passing game. That was a part of it, right? And when you will become a predictable type of quarterback, those elements are kind of taken away a little bit. You want to force Brennan Armstrong to be a pocket passer, a guy that mm-hmm. just wins strictly from the pocket. And the best way to do that is to force the run game to go away because then it's like, why am I going to run play action or RPO action when you don't respect my run game? Like, why does that matter anymore? It doesn't matter. That's what that's when you become a straight drop back, predictable passing offense, which is what you want to force a team like NC State to be, in my opinion. So, yeah, shut it down. Their running backs just aren't great comparative to what they were a couple years ago. Like when they had Ricky Person and when they had Zonovan Knight, like that was a good running back tandem for NC State. That was talented. Right now, they don't have those types of guys. Like, the Houston kid's okay. They had one kid, I think it's a retro freshman, that was a decent recruit as far as being a four-star. But they just don't have the dogs at at running back right now. They don't have those types of guys right now. So force Brennan Armstrong to beat you. And from there, it's it's about being, it's being, about being disciplined and being able to no. stop it. And we'll talk about that, I'm sure, throughout the rest of this podcast. But it starts key number one is that you want to force everything onto Brennan Armstrong and trying to be the best version of himself because there's going to be some times where maybe he is. But for the large portion of a game, I'm going to take Notre Dame in those odds to win that football game. Yep. More often than not. Here, here's an interesting statistic, Ryan, because, you know, we've talked a lot about Sam Hartman's record against NC State. Well, Sam Hartman in, in faced off against Virginia – back in 2021 in the year where Brendan Armstrong was really good. And Wake Forest dominated that game, 37-17. to And here's a big reason why. Brendan Armstrong threw for 407 yards and two touchdowns in that game. Two stats that were very important in that game. Number one is Brendan Armstrong averaged 6.9 yards per attempt because they had to throw it 59 times. Why did they have to throw it 59 times? Because they couldn't run the football. They ran night for 99 yards, 27 carries for 99 yards. What did Wake Forest do in that game? They ran for 203 yards. So Sam Hartman had a uh, only threw for 270 yards, but he threw three touchdowns, no picks. But he went 9.3 yards per attempt because they had balance and they can they shut down the Virginia offensive line. In that year, with Robert and I and Brennan Armstrong together, they lost five games. One of those was a 66 to 49 shootout in which they rushed for 216 yards. But here was their rushing totals and their other five losses. 24, 99, 82, 34, 
71. Right? It's not a coincidence. And and so when you when you look at it, it really does come down to it. Any and, and other than you know the the rare Caleb Williams types, and even that doesn't always end well, as we saw last year when a week later, when USC played Utah, and what was Utah's game plan against USC? Shut down the run game, make Caleb Williams beat you by himself, make him be Superman. He had to be Superman against Notre Dame. But here's the thing: I actually think we 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 kept saying he had a Superman performance last year. I think that's the wrong character to be using, Ryan. He was Batman last year because he had Robin, the run game. You allowed that secondary feature to impact you. You you can't they didn't do that against North Carolina. And that's what allowed them to to have such varied success defensively. And that's going to be a key in this game as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you're looking for last-minute tickets to this weekend's big matchup between Notre Dame and NC State, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. It's really funny that you say Superman because my buddy was literally texting me about the game yesterday, and I kind of had said the same thing. Of I, I think that I feel good about Notre Dame in this game. The only kryptonite, you know, for lack of a better phrasing, is if Brendan Armstrong is somehow Superman. And I was like, I'll, yeah. I'll take I'll I'll take those odds, right? That he won't be Superman type of thing. So I think it is all correlated, man. Like I would force typically you want to force one area of a team or one player on a football team to beat you. Like that's typically what happens. That's how matchups are kind of dictated. And it might sound silly, but I do think that Brendan Armstrong is that guy that I want to have to beat me if you're yes. Notre Dame this weekend. And that's no disrespect to him. He's just not Caleb Williams. Right. And, and look. Look at last year against Ohio State. Early in the game, Ohio State run game wasn't doing a whole lot. And guess who led for three quarters of that football game? Notre Dame. 
But once C.J. Stroud got help from the ground game in the third quarter and fourth quarter, that's when Ohio State took over that football game. I'm going right. to give you another statistic and look at Syracuse last year. This is what Syracuse rushed for last year in their wins, 208, 156, 125, uh, 388, 179, uh, 158. And then they had a, an, a very close win over Virginia, 22-20, to 20, where they rushed for 75 and 125 and a really close win over Purdue, right? So their offense did not play one of those games. Here's what they rushed for in their losses. 124, 61, 25, 95, 120, and then 147 in a bowl game. Guys, the blueprint is there. Shut down the run game. They're not going to be good enough to beat you unless your offense does what, Ryan? Turns the ball over a bunch of times and gives them short fields, right? Number two key in this game is – you said it earlier, Ryan, and I want us to dive into this point a little bit. I broke it down a little bit yesterday. This is not to say that Brennan Armstrong can't throw from the pocket because if you just let Brennan Armstrong stay in the pocket and be comfortable and have time to throw, he's going to he's gonna make plays. Sure. But you want him in the pocket. Now you want him in the pocket. You want him uncomfortable in the pocket. And, and like we talked about the offense, to me, if you're dominating the line of scrimmage to where you're getting after the run, that then is going to lead to your opportunities to be successful. I mean, when was the last time you saw a team dominate the run? And then whenever the guy passed, it's like nothing, right? I mean, it doesn't happen that often. Usually a, a great performance up front in the run game is going to usually give you opportunities to have some pressures in the pass game. So keep him in the pocket from a contained standpoint, but make sure he's uncomfortable in the pocket. I will tell you what my key is to, to that, the key to that key, right? It's not the discipline of the contain and all that, but the interior of the Notre Dame defensive line has to be turned loose in this game, in my opinion. If you're just using Riley Mills and Howard Cross and Jason Onye to just kind of stalemate, take up blocks to free up your linebackers, you're missing an opportunity. If they turn those guys loose, not only will they be do I think they can be successful, but I think that's going to make the pressures even more effective because now they're running through the line two yards deep as opposed to running through the line at the line in my opinion. So if they can control the interior of the line of scrimmage, to me, that not only shuts down the run game, but that's the pressure that I think makes Brendan Armstrong the most uncomfortable. And I'm saying, and that's true for any quarterback. I'll tell you right now, Ryan, when I played quarterback at the level I played at, if all my pressure was coming off the edge, if we were doing okay up the middle, we're, I'm, I'm okay. I can climb the pocket. You can ride that guy outside. I can step up and run or step up and throw. The most trouble the most uncomfortable that I ever felt as a quarterback and most quarterbacks of the way is when the pressure's coming right in my face because I can't step into it. And that's when I start throwing off my back foot. That's when I start spinning into trouble, those type of things. I spin out thinking I'm going to make somebody play, and then somebody comes around on the stunt, and they're boom, they're right there on me. You think of the the pressure, that, that, that the sack they had against Drake May last year that was a big early stop that allowed Notre Dame to get off the field. It was Riley Mose coming outside. They made him spin around, and you know Riley then chases him out and brings him down for a big loss. You have to keep him in the pocket, but you have to make him uncomfortable. If you yep. can do that, then it, it really, honestly, Ryan, the third point we're going to talk about, it's important because it's, but it's a more, my a smaller point. These, this is it right here. And they kind of go together, dominate the run game. Don't let Brandon Armstrong get comfortable. Uh, I mean, it, 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 it's not simple to execute, but it's simple to say, do that. And you control this football game. I agree. Well, I, I think that for me, it's it's also keep him in the pocket because I think that he's a tough kid, right? Like he'll stay in there and he'll he'll work through his progressions and he'll 
he'll stay in the pocket as a passer a lot of times. He will. But the things that have kind of prevented Brendan Armstrong in the past from being a, maybe a consistently great quarterback is one I think that he's forcing some bad decisions at times. And also he gets banged up a little bit, right? Like those two biggest things have been kind of the, the kryptonite to him, you know, for using the same terminology again. I, I really think that he's a guy that wants to play loose. He wants to have options as a quarterback. You know, he wants to run play action. He wants to run RPO. He wants to extend the pocket, move the pocket laterally. Like he wants to work in and outside of the structure of an offense. And I think that the structure of playing inside the pocket is something that he could do, but not consistently, right? Like it's not a spot that he just wants to be in because at the end of the day, it's not the biggest kid in the world, right? I mean, he's listed at six, two, he's probably six, one and some change and probably 210 pounds. Like he's not the biggest quarterback of all time. That pressure is going to get to a kid like that eventually, right? As far as getting inside his head a little bit, especially a player that has missed time. I mean, he literally missed the Notre Dame game two years ago, right? Because of bruised ribs. Wasn't that the whole thing of him, right? It was because he was beat up a little bit. So make that kid uncomfortable because that's just not his game technically. His best game functioning is being able to work both in and outside of the pocket, the dual threat aspect. If you take the dual threat out and just make him beat you from the pocket, that's when hopefully – to your point, the Jason Onyes, the Riley Mills, the Howard Crosses, then also edge pressures from Jordan Batello and Joshua Burnham and Javante Jean-Baptiste. That's when they can get home and they can force some bad decisions and continue to get them on the ground. Like that, that's what you, you want to make this kid uncomfortable. Two years ago, Ryan, when you talk about that that Virginia team that you know we we brought up earlier that that was so good offensively. You know, I talk about it. that was 34.6 points per game. Brandon Armstrong threw for over 4,400 yards that season. But to your point, they were 6-2 and at one point in time. They finished 6-6. and You know, their offense scored 49 against BYU. The rest of the way, they scored 3, 38, 24. You know, um, they just weren't as effective. Brandon Armstrong wasn't quite as impactful. The numbers were good, but you could just tell he wasn't in the same kind of rhythm. They just couldn't move the football the football the same put in the end zone and a big part of it was because to your point he had gotten gotten beaten around a little bit you know they, yeah. they you know and sometimes numbers are good but numbers don't lead to the same kind of points they did early in the season because he it just they just like i said they knocked him around he misses the Notre Dame game it was a big point they never quite recovered from that in a lot of ways and uh and, and lost all those games down the stretch so yes beat knocking him around is going to be a big part of this in the third part too ryan it, it leads to uh, we talked about turnovers on offense early down success is going to be kryptonite to nc state this game if it, for an early down success for notre dame i just don't see nc state being a team that's going to consistently move the chains on third and longs yeah. So if you can dominate, you know, it ties in, you know, early down success leads to dominating the run game. It leads to putting pressure on Brendan Armstrong, all of that. It, it all ties together. But early down success is going to be a key for Notre Dame in this game. Third, third and threes, third and fours, third and fives. Like that's not where you want to be against Brendan Armstrong because that's where yeah. he breaks the pocket and he runs yep. for six yards for a first down. You're just like that. I, I talked about this earlier, Ryan, but like as a defensive player, it's debilitating to be able to just be run on. It is even less encouraging when a quarterback continues to pick up third and shorts with his legs. Like that is just so, so frustrating. So, yep. yes, I, I can't imagine if Notre Dame is playing NC State into a lot of third and eights, third and nines, third and tens, and plus, you're in a good spot. You're in a because that's just like a general thing, right? Like that's that's very general 
most teams playing in third and seven or longer consistently aren't going to be very productive, right? From a consistency basis. Cause that's a tough thing to get your kind of dig your reels out of. It's very difficult, but especially for an NC state team that wide receiver wise, just, it's not it, the wide receiver pass catch for NC state are just not incredibly impressive, right? They're just not that type of team. So if I'm forcing them into being a third and seven, third and eight, third and nine, you start making it less likely for a guy like Brendan Armstrong to break the pocket, pick up first first down. You have to start talking about, can the outside receivers start to make plays and any of the outside receivers for NC state, again, all due respect. I'll take that. I'll take Cam Hart or Benjamin Morrison versus them every day of the week, throw Jaden Mickey in there, throw Christian gray in there at times. I'll take those matchups. If I'm Notre Dame. I agree with that, Ryan. That's going to do it for our keys to victory. We're going to do our prediction show next, but uh, we're going to kind of tell us how, give you all what we think the score is going to be. Ryan and I are very close this week. Uh, tell you how the game is going to, how we think the game is going to play out, hand out some game ball predictions, and, and then we'll do a little mailbag at the end as well. But uh, before we dive into that, folks, do us a favor, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, share this podcast if you've not done so. And a lot of you have because our numbers have taken, really taken off. Remember when we were like, Hey, we're almost 3,000. It's like, okay, not worried about that anymore. It's like, oh, hey, you know what? We're kind of doing well. We got over 15,000 subscribers on this channel now. We hit that landmark. So uh, we, we know. But for those of you who have not signed up, you're definitely missing out. Don't don't want to miss out too much on that. So sign up for the message board at boards.irishbreakdown.com. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. 
Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.